Welcome back in another special 2022 recruiting edition of the Husker Extra podcast. I'm your host, Parker Gabriel. We've been at it all week talking about various elements of Nebraska's 2022 recruiting class. And if you missed any of those podcast episodes, it's sort of funny if you wound up on this one without any of the others. Um, check HuskerExtra.com. Uh, subscribers only, obviously. Uh, a lot of great content. Had Evan Bland on to talk about a big group of, of offense of players in this class and overview the offense had Steve Sippel on uh, to talk about the defense and then really got in the weeds on the skill position players on offense with Mike Schaefer from 24 seven sports. So uh, big thanks to all of them. We are bringing it home this week by talking about the third phase of the game, special teams. Uh, I'm flying solo for this one. Uh, I'm like the specialist. Uh, all of the pressure resides right here on special teams, but if you subscribe to HuskerExtra.com, obviously you follow Nebraska athletics closely, and that means you probably saw what a major impact special teams made uh, in Nebraska's 3-9 and nine season in 2021. It's universally across the board ranked among the worst in the country. Almost didn't matter what special teams metric you looked at. I mean, kickoff, Nebraska was okay for most of the year, and then they gave up an opening kick return touchdown to Wisconsin in Madison in November in one of their eight one-score losses of the season. And so there's just no doubt about the importance of special teams. There's no doubt about how thoroughly that unit has handicapped Nebraska um, really since Scott Frost took over, more or less. I mean, they got a decent year out of Barrett Pickering in 2018. They got a good year uh, out of Connor Culp in 2020, um, place-kicking-wise. But they've not consistently had punting. They've not consistently... Uh, you know, kick the ball well in the field goal outside of really outside of Culp being, being consistent in 2020. Uh, and they haven't had a dynamic re- return threat either. As, you know, Evan and I talked about earlier in the week, sort of come up throughout the week that they, they need a guy who can be dangerous uh, returning the ball. So um, Nebraska, you know, one of the things that since when Scott Frost first got here, one of the things that they wanted to try to do and they, they proved this in their actions was they wanted to try to find specialists that came to Nebraska as walk-ons and they wanted to try to be good on special teams without dedicating scholarships to it, essentially, um, or only dedicating a scholarship to it. Once a guy had got to practice and improved himself as an upper echelon kicker or punter. And that really did not work. So we saw Nebraska in 2020 take a scholarship punter for the first time, Daniel Cherney. Um, that didn't work either. He came from Australia had some ups and downs. He got hurt. He, he injured his knee, significant injury that ultimately uh, just in early February, Scott Frost confirmed um, that he'll be a medical red shirt. His, his football career at Nebraska is over, um, but that didn't work either. So now Nebraska has two scholarship specialists, two new ones, both part of this recruiting class and both uh, recruited at least to some degree by Bill Bush, who's the new full-time special teams coordinator for Nebraska. First time, Scott Frost in what will be his seventh year as a head coach um, at the college level, obviously fifth at Nebraska, two at UCF. He's never had a guy who is a full-time coach who's dedicated solely to special teams. It's always been in 2020, it was an analyst and that was a train wreck. And before that, it was a coordinator who also um, had a position group and they really shared duties uh, over the course of the staff. Now, the assistant coaches for Nebraska are still going to have a role in special teams going forward, but it's Bill Bush's deal. I mean, he's going to be 
in the room every day. He's going to be on the field coaching it every day. Um, he's talked extensively already since taking that job about uh, how detail oriented you have to be to coach special teams and how much goes into it. So it's um, we spent a lot of time last year talking about a renewed emphasis on special teams and all this, and it just did not bear out. I mean, yeah, a, a punt return for a touchdown that was a crippling blow against Michigan State cost him a game. Um, he had you know field goal kicking issues throughout the year. Um, had you know punt kick return touchdown against Wisconsin. He had blocked punt against Iowa that really sort of sparked the comeback uh, on Black Friday. All of these major special teams blunders. So it's really as much as any other place on the roster. Uh, Nebraska's really gone back to the drawing board special teams wise in 2022. Uh, the two scholarship players they added, they added right essentially not long after the season ended, a couple of scholarship guys. Timmy Bleakroads, the new place kicker, uh, he's up from Furman University, which is an FCS school. They actually also added a walk on from Furman named Spencer Pankratz, who was born in Lincoln, uh, grew up in the Denver area, and then, and then was Timmy Bleakroads' backup. At Furman. So they're bringing the Furman place kicking operation uh, to Lincoln uh, under Bill Bush. Timmy Bleak Road, 15 of 18 on field goals uh, in 2021 uh, for Furman University, had a long of 51 yards. Maybe not a guy who you're going to trot out there from 60, but a guy who's been really consistent, let's say 45 yards and in. And more than anything, I mean, that's what Nebraska needs. I mean, Scott Frost needs to know that when he sends a place kicker out there on fourth and five from the 25 yard line, then more likely than not, the ball's going between the uprights. And you can see in the way that they made decisions over the course, especially of the second half of, of 2021, that it was just like, it was like a putter. It was like a golfer standing over a putt where everybody watching on TV just knew you could see the indecision, you know, and that was like that frost that he had that look when they sent the kicker out um, for most of the last year. And so, Bleak Road's a guy who's got a track record in college over the past two years. Uh, he's made 21 of 25. Um, so he's a guy that they're expecting to come in and sort of settle that position down for the long term. And then maybe, I don't know, it's, it's I don't think most fan bases would consider a specialist among the most exciting uh, additions in a recruiting class. But I bet you could find Nebraska fans that think that Brian Machini, who's a punter transfer from the University of Montana, um, will be one of the most important additions that Nebraska makes in terms of a player uh, this offseason for good reason. He was the FCS punter of the year. Uh, he averaged 44 yards net per punt, which is a fantastic number. It would have been top 15 or top 10 uh, in the FBS. Uh, he's the best punter at the lower level, the FCS level. Um, and in the big sky, you know, that that's, that's a good league. It's a good competition and, and that travels, right? I mean, if you can, if you can punt the ball at that level, you can punt the ball at this level. And so uh, he's a guy who it's interesting talking to him. I mean, the, he's, he's all about punting. That might sound like an obvious thing to say about a guy whose job in college football is to punt, but like five minutes, I talked to Brian Machini for five minutes when he committed uh, from Montana in December. And he just, he loves it. Like it's, a, it's the thing that he's passionate about. And not only that, but his favorite punter of all time, the guy he models his, his game after is Sam Cook, who obviously um, was one of the best to do it at, at Nebraska. And now has been in the NFL, I think 16 complete seasons uh, with the Baltimore Ravens, one of the best of all time. And so um, 
Bill Bush was at Nebraska when Sam Cooke was here um, back in the early 2000s. And that was sort of an in with Brian Bashini. Um, Bashini has, you know, studied Sam Cooke, knows all his different techniques, uh, sort of like has the, has the book on him. Uh, and now, um, you know, Sam's from right around here and, and, and is around a lot in the off season. And so uh, that was part of the pitch to Brian Bushini. And this is the way recruiting goes in the portal. I mean, Bushini went in the portal one day and committed to Nebraska, I think the next day or maybe two days later. I mean, it was, it was right away. And so those two guys, you know, as much as like I wrote, I was writing about the transfer portal um, at some point in the last couple of weeks. And it dawned on me that Brian Bushini is as close to a no doubt starter um, as maybe anybody on the roster uh, in terms of who they're bringing in, in this recruiting class. I mean, there's just, it would take an injury essentially for him not to be Nebraska's guy uh, in 2022. And then bleak road, they're clearly bringing him in to be the guy too. And they both have three years of eligibility. So Nebraska has been through such a, you know, rotating, uh, you know, wrote such an open door, such a, a rotating door, um, in terms of specialists, these guys have the potential. Now they got to go out and do it, but they have the potential and they've got some college experience that suggests that they could potentially settle down Nebraska's specialist group, uh, not just for 2022, but for the next two or even three years. So that's the goal there. They, they also, you know, not just the two, you know, main specialist positions. Uh, they've also got another place kicker coming in as a walk-on, Charlie Weinrich. Um, more of the sort of old model of what they wanted to do, find a kid they really like, bring him in as a walk-on, let him try to earn a scholarship over the course of his career. And then they also added a graduate transfer long snapper. I don't know where else you're going to get this sort of analysis on, on recruiting. Um, graduate transfer long snapper Brady Weiss from Georgetown. Um, some people said he was the best long snapper in the transfer portal. I don't know that I can independently verify that or watch his film and tell you that, but they liked him enough to bring him in, and, and he's a guy who you expect will probably win that job. I mean, Nebraska at one point in 2021 got so short at long snapper. They, they had two guys, first of all, doing different types of long snapping, one for the punt, one for the kicking unit. And then they both dealt with injuries. And at one point they had a guy who wasn't even dressed for a home game who had to run back into the locker room and put his pads on in the middle of a game and come back out and then was in the game later on, didn't dress to start the game and then was involved in the action like first quarter to third quarter. So it's been a mess is the bottom line. And so Nebraska is hoping that Timmy Bleak Road and Brian Machini and Brady Weiss can be a new set of place kicker, punter, long snapper. Um, they're pretty well situated in terms of kickoffs. They had Brendan Frankie come in from Morningside College last year, won that job. Um, and he'll probably continue to do that unless one of these other guys uh, has a really big leg. And then, so that's the kicking side of it. Uh, and then the return side of it, you know, they, they've added some pieces now in this recruiting class too. They're going to be counted on in the return game. The, the one that you think of right away is Trey Palmer, the wide receiver from LSU. Um, he was a punt returner and kick returner, very different skill sets, but he's done both. Um, he'll be a favorite. He'll be the favorite probably to handle those duties for Nebraska. Again, Nebraska, since J.D. Spielman has essentially looked for somebody who could be a threat in the return game, and they've really struggled to find it. They thought Cam Taylor-Britt was going to be that guy um, this year, and he had a, made a couple of big mistakes early. 
and got the yips kind of, at least as it pertained to, to that element of his game. And, and they've tried a bunch of other players and pretty much settled on just catching the ball. Um, Trey Palmer is a guy who's a threat um, to make a big play in the return game anytime he touches it. He's probably the, the best bet, although they've got a bunch of other guys in this class that if you're looking sort of Trey Palmer is a junior, he's got up to two years left. So if you're looking long-term, uh, Victor Jones Jr. and Janiron Bonner, two of the receivers they've got, could both handle that. A.J. Allen, who along with Bonner they just got on signing day, um, can really run, did some of that in Louisiana in high school, so he'd be a threat there. Emmett Johnson's a running back for Minneapolis. And then Malcolm Hartzog, one of the most under-the-radar uh, recruits in this class, is a corner from Mississippi. who sort He did everything for a small school in Prentice, Mississippi, uh, Eric Chenander sort of heard about him as he was making his rounds um, in, in late in the recruiting process, went and saw him, offered him, they end up getting him. He's a guy who, you know, that's probably his quickest route to the field in an otherwise, you know, very, you know, busy sort of crowded secondary group. Uh, Malcolm Hartsog's a guy to keep an eye on in the return game too. But right away, I mean, Trey Palmer is probably your, your best bet there. So if you're keeping track at home, in terms of special teams, Nebraska has a new special teams coordinator, a new place kicker, a new punter, a new long snapper, a guy who was a return man in the SEC, and then backups added to the program this offseason at every single one of those positions as well. So it's a full overhaul. I mean, it's a ground-up rebuild of special teams philosophy, special teams structure, special teams instruction, um, special teamers, specialists. Um, if it happened in 2021, to a large degree, uh, there's change coming in 2022. And so it's very interesting. I mean, none of it, none of it means that Nebraska is going to go from being one of the worst special teams units to one of the best. Um, you've got to sort of see it happen on the field. But certainly it's an area where Nebraska and, and head coach Scott Frost did not sit idly by um, this offseason. It's a full rework. It's going to be interesting. Uh, there are going to be Memorial Stadium is going to be loud the first time Brian Machini uncorks a long punt uh, in that stadium. The opposing team, whoever it is, will probably be like, what on earth is happening? Uh, why the excitement for a punter? But this is an area of the game, third phase. It's cost Nebraska far more than it's helped Nebraska um, since Scott Frost has been in Lincoln. And this is a, a big old project to try to reverse that trend in 2022 and beyond. So um, there's a lot of that going around. I mean, there's 15 new players on offense, 11 new players on defense, just talking scholarships alone, and then two new specialists. We've covered all of it over the course of this week at HuskerExtra.com in this uh, podcast series. Uh, we started uh, with the offense, got to the defense went deep with Mike Schaefer from 24-7 Sports on the skill position in particular, uh, wide receiver, running back, and, and tight end mostly uh, earlier this week too. And now you've got a good dose of special teams to, to close out your week. So you never know. The recruiting, recruiting never sleeps, especially with the transfer portal. There's probably a few more additions coming. Uh, they're most likely to happen after spring ball wraps up in April. But – of course, HuskerExtra.com will keep you up to date on all the latest. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast series, please consider subscribing to Husker Extra. Not only do you get this the Sip and Sam Showdown podcast, but also uh, everything, all of the content from so many talented 
uh, writers, so much video content, uh, all at huskerextra.com, one subscription, you get all of it. So uh, thank you for listening. Check out the other episodes. I'm Parker Gabriel. Uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you down the way.